I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Gracie May. I'm Olo Awaya. And we are... Broby! <laughs> Your favourite Afropop podcast. Oh. Oh. Episode yeah. 11. That seems like a jump. Does it? <laughs> It's not. Nobody knows you guys need point. to stop doing this. They're not, they're not gonna know. They'll never know. <laughs> but how would they, how they know? <laughs> but how would they know? Um, Cindy, so um, where are you? Not a background. It's not. Yeah, it's not a background. Just for those that are watching on on um, on YouTube, Cindy's got. Um, why don't you tell us what's going on in your background? She's got sunglasses on at the moment. Only because obviously I've come off a flight and obviously the hotel room isn't ready. I've not been able to check in. <laughs> I just went to hide my face. But um, true, so the sun is very much shining. I'm not in the UK, as you can tell. Um, I'm actually in LA, Lagos. Some of you guys might know it. <laughs> LA, Lagos. Jale, Central. Um, is yeah, it last goodie, people? I have indeed. Not for a long time, but for a good time, for sure. You know what I hate the most about the statement that you just shared? is the way that you were like... <laughs> Is the fact that you're like, yeah, um, obviously I just hopped off a flight and my hotel room's not ready. Like, who are you? <laughs> well, a paying customer. <laughs> um, but shout out to Mason Fahrenheit. They actually hooked me up. If any of y'all want to come. Um, so are me and you doing a beach day later? What's good now that we're in the same country? Yes, we are. Ola, I would invite you. But we, can FaceTime. we should have FaceTimed. Ola and done the recording of this episode. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'm gonna start no, we're bullying. not bullying. So I'll be joining you very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time this episode drops, I'll be back in the trenches. <laughs> oh, really? Are you coming back? I thought you were staying till June. Oh, no, no, honey. Certain workplaces, they don't like you to work from home, even though you're able to produce the same quality of work <laughs> with the same internet. Oh, service. gosh. Yes, so. But it's fine. It is what it is. As you can see, I'm ripping Africa. That's what we can see. We can She's see wearing that. her Google Google Africa shirt for those that are on the audio. <sighs> can we talk about <laughs> trolls, actually? I recently had a troll. Tell us. What did they what do? They said, I don't want to repeat what they said, but I'll share it in the group. But I just thought to myself, first of all, I just feel like if you're going to come to me with an opinion that, I mean, I'm... I don't know what you look like. So you saying that to me, unless you're like the buffest person in the world, even though you don't have a right to criticize me or talk to me about me, why are you coming to tell me about how I, I look or what I need to do with my appearance? I just think it was very odd. And the thing is, I feel like it's somebody I know or somebody's friend of somebody I know because there's only one person in this current situation that's sorry, just doesn't like me. And I feel like they've told so many people somebody's probably riding their corner. So I think it's very... um. I think it's very telling of people. And I think that's the only kind of troll I've ever had in my, I guess, you know, I, for me to not remember ever having a troll, but if it, not that it really affects me. It did actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, not, I'm quite a confident person, but I feel it was a little bit, I think it's more that somebody felt, you can think what you want of somebody, but the fact that you felt the need to type it with your enlarged mm. fingers um, and leave it on my page for other people to see yeah. was a little bit, for me, it's almost spiteful. Cause I think if you can do that, if you come across me, you can do anything. And I don't like that uncertainty of people um yeah but I think I think sometimes people that um and I'm sorry that that happened to you people are people can really be dicks um, I think sometimes though that that I was talking to um 
um like I had a um, I've been having a fun situation at work which we can mm. talk about um another time but um I was talking to um like someone at work and I was talking about how actually like everyone can become a keyboard warrior at some point but when mm. in your face like people do not have the same energy um that they have when they're behind their phone or on their laptop so like I hear what you're saying in terms of the fact that someone can come and do that to you but I I would like to think that people won't have that sort of vim to come and do that like to your face if that makes sense that would equally be odd because yeah, it's like yeah. ah, which one is my own yeah, like, yeah no one... I don't even know who you are like <laughs> why are you talking yeah. to me? yeah could be somebody I know so that's the weird thing but yeah that is um that was my uh weird one I do have a juicy well, I guess topic if, not, if they're hiding who they are then mm. They wouldn't come and do that to your face, because then if they had Never the ever. if they had the energy, they'll come and do it from their own profile. They wouldn't need a troll account. Mm, true. Yeah, yeah. They actually have a troll account. With, yeah, with a number of followers. Can I say though, as a relatable topic, um, so you guys know that I was really sick last time we podcast. I was literally on my deathbed. Um, mm. I'm feeling a lot better now, but still not settled. That Lagos belly thing, bruh, is real. But um. So like, Cindy, I think you were one of the first people to compliment, compliment me and say, oh my God, you've lost so much weight. Mm. But then I ended up getting like More of 50 comments. Yeah. Somebody WhatsApped me. I was like, raw, like when you're big, like your, your, your body or your appearance is really a political statement. Like people really feel like they've got ownership in the conversation. Mm. And some people were really like, oh, you're losing weight. This is, you know, like when you're trying to do like, positive reinforcement but you're really there's a subliminal message bro shut up i'm very happy i think after the first 10 comments i was like mm. all right cool people are seeing 20 by the time we got to like 50 i was like no so i'm really that fat so i'm really that fat that <laughs> you guys really feel like you have a vested interest mm. in this conversation and i just wanted to say that um, I feel like even though the person that you were dealing with was a troll i feel like people's opinions just in general are never it's never how, or maybe it's not never, but I think people just need to give another thought to how yeah. you say it and how it's going to be received. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I because I'm not insecure. I would be, look, I'll be a size 30 and still be the baddest bee on the street. You know what I mean? But I just feel like I understand. <laughs> I understand when you say that it kind of made you second guess because for a second I was like, oh, hold on a second. What's going on? But yeah, um, that was just me sharing. I apologize my, my made you feel that way i get if I you were the first one girl well. no it's fat look but also i am losing weight so hey we should talk about it <laughs> but if we have the relationship my point is we have oh true look, um true. one of my pastors that passed away which i don't know why i needed to add that context but one of his last sermons was um talking about the bridge of relationship and how mm. communication is received differently based on what bridge you're on Thank and i was you. like bruh there's a lot of conversations that I can have with my day ones that will be different from the conversations that at least we can have because we speak weekly on a variety of topics. Mm -hmm. That is very different from someone that doesn't, <laughs> someone I don't follow, but follows yeah, me. That feels like they have a, um, like I said, a, a valid contribution. And even somebody you don't yeah, like yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. People that feel that like part. they have a stake in a conversation that you never really like they're only privity, privy to because they're interested in your life it doesn't mean you're interested in their thoughts about your life um Thank you. it's like somebody coming to you to congratulate you on a pregnancy that you didn't tell them about <laughs> yeah wait till you know mm. speaking of congratulations um this is something for another topic and i'm quite conscious of speaking on it just in case 
anybody related to it may catch wind of this episode but um (laughs) (laughs) it's it's about trust and trusting people and um like ever I don't know if you guys ever experienced maybe somebody you're dating um appearing in like sort of wedding videos or as a groom or a bride um in potentially like a music video or something I don't know but I'm just thinking it's something that we want to explore and we can probably do an episode dedicated to this like I I think we should talk about it now is this is this about the tweet where the person was like oh um I saw my I, I saw my um partner's bum bum no some some girl the bridesmaid okay let me let me start again so So it's something to do with a bridesmaid um she saw a bridesmaid shaking her bum bum on her man and she was like what is happening here is this what you're talking about Cindy oh no but that was no I think the situation there was that was um I think it was a gay guy so his partner was a groomsman and he said that he saw somebody uh one of the grooms babes shaking her bum on his partner and he was just a bit like, whoa, whoa. No, mine is more like when somebody is um, is basically, maybe when you're dating someone and then there's pictures of them in what looks like their wedding. So that was just sort of what, yeah. But they've said it's not theirs, their wedding. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just wonder if that's all right. Men are mats. All the time. Um, and I feel like- can, I, can I add to this? <laughs> Sorry, I was with someone yesterday who said that. <laughs> someone that she used to speak to like two or three years ago texted her to say hey you're not at my wedding so you're getting mar- 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 married why are you texting why are you looking for for, for me for me but equally somebody whatsapp me the other day last week actually to be precise last week just somebody that like regularly comments on my statuses and but it had been a while so when they whatsapp me they were like oh i think they put like love our eyes to one of the pictures i posted in ghana I'd already, I just, as soon as I messaged, I saw it, I re- replied saying, oh, thank you. And then I noticed that they uploaded a status. I was thinking, these person never upload statuses. But that was, that was their wedding. Like they were getting married. And I thought I couldn't even delete the, oh, thank you fast enough because they'd already like seen it, but they obviously WhatsApp so that they could see that I could see them getting married. And I'm just thinking, I mean, we didn't have like an active relationship or anything, but it's just that whole, I feel like, I feel, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like it's a man that will kill me. I'm just gonna say if I ever die of suspicious circumstances it was a man that I thought I loved I just no but you know when we talk about things like the the episode of the guy texting mid-marriage or this guy making sure that you saw he was why are you not facing your front face your wife we're not thinking of you why in the happiest moment or the happiest phase of your life are you thinking about your ex You weren't that important, boo. Get over it. It's it's obviously because that's that situation that is being showcased as the happiest moment of their life is not. It's the same with Derek Derek Jackson. You're shouting that um, black men don't cheat probably while you were cheating because all you're doing is trying to pretend. Like you're just trying. You're you're playing a game. You're trying to make it seem like this is what your life is, and it it really isn't. That's the reason why they'll be in your DMs at that point in time. Because I've I've had it as well, but. We won't go into the detail. We should, have a, we should definitely have a subject to, to Mo's pleasure titled what, Reasons Why Men Are Potentially Mad. Do you agree or disagree? And then we can list, basically. It'll be fun. Anyway. We and have then to Mo fix. can come in as he edits and be like, I agree and I don't agree. I'm here for it when we're back in the studio. Um, but what do we have on our timeline this week? What are we talking about? Shmoney. The Essence video, guys. What did you think about it? Haven't watched it. Oh, is it? You've been on planes, isn't it? 
<laughs> I should have been in the video. She's catching flights, not feelings. Okay. 110 percent. It's okay. A bitch. Better not. Well, I guess for the context of the video, obviously we've spoken about this before with regards to um, Thames um, and um, her purposely working to make sure that she isn't sexualized in her music and that being um, like, I guess her own conscious, her own conscious state in terms of what she wants to do and what the rest of the world or the Afrobeats world seems to think about that and want to comment about it. And then obviously then the video came out um, and we finally seen what was the subject of so much conversation. Gracie, what were your thoughts about it? So um, I'm gonna quickly say shout out to Director K. He killed it with this. Um, I was happy to see, the, um, I said David, oh wow. Tati BG for life. But um, yeah, I was happy to see Wizkid smiling. Like we never really see him smiling and laughing. Um, I was happy to see him in color. You know, the last couple of videos, he was giving us monotone, you know, blacks, whites, block colors. I like seeing him in pattern. Like he's a Lagos boy, Surulere, a Joel Legba, we know the story. Um, specifically for Thames though, first of all, this is the most sexual I think I've ever seen her. She was making love to us in the video, like in the lens with her eyes. Then she squatted down to like throw it back. I said, sis, show us the bunda. We've been talking about the bunda, show us. And then <laughs> there was like a, a shot specifically where she's like giving a silhouette by a window. And I'm like, for someone that has taken such um, deliberate efforts to kind of make us focus on the music and kind of hide her body. I'm like, are we, are we getting a change now that you're assigned to Warner? Are they saying we got to sell this booty? Or are you like evolving as an artist and becoming a woman and owning your sexuality and being like, well, having a big bum doesn't mean I haven't got a good voice. So I'm excited to see what's next. I was really happy with the video. The song is vibey. So I don't think I was expecting like a storyline type situation. So it was nice to see you know, just like a performance video, but most importantly, I was happy that they didn't put her as the video vixen to Wiz. I'm yeah. happy that they had their separate scenes and Wiz yeah, had his yeah, three, yeah. no, two babes that he was um, gallivanting with and that Thames was able to hold her own. So yeah, I've said yeah. a lot, but yes, here for the bunda. Wiz been wearing his clothes properly this time um, or was it still half off the shoulder? He was topless. Yeah, he wasn't so, wearing, he, he didn't button his clothes. Uh, daddy yo. Had... What'd you say? I said daddy yo. Daddy, daddy yo. Yo, <laughs> yo daddy. You know I felt like the video was, um, I don't know what you think, but I felt like the video was like an African version of Queen and Slim. Like, the, it really gave me that vibe. And it also really gave me like the, um, Congolese Sephora movement kind of vibe. Like I was really, I was really here for it. I was just loving, obviously the colors and so on is very much, is very much what Africa's about. But I just felt like it was very like, like loud statement, strong man, strong woman type vibes, like individuals and together. Um, and I think even things like the sofa outside, like, like I think it was like a red sofa on a blue wall and Wiz had like pattern clothes. And I was like, this is really giving me Queen and Slim. Like that could just be, if you replace that with the check with the car, that is that scene. Do you get what I mean? Like, I was like, this is, this is magical. Um, but yeah, I would say watch it out and see if you see that, that um, resemblance as well. It's so funny that you made that comparison because actually I was in Clubhouse and people were saying that that video is very much like Burner Boy's Onyeka video in uh, terms of giving us Altair vibes, 
color blocking, um, you know, definitely uh, a quarantine video because there wasn't that many people, but you have like a strong lead or two strong leads. Um, I don't know about that. I don't know if it was an Onyeka point two. I just know that I enjoyed Like Wiz was actually laughing, like belly laughing. <clears throat> His whole grill. Ah, money is good. No, it wasn't fine before, but money is good. <laughs> Wiz is generally happy when no one's bothering him. I just think in his videos, he's always given us like, I'm cool, I'm daddy yo, I'm stone-faced, I'm, you know, I'm just But yeah, guys, let us know what you thought about the Essence video. Um, what were your reviews? Or maybe we should go around and give numbers, actually. Um, I would give it, I'll kick it off and say that I would give it an eight out of 10. Gracie May, what about you? Um, I would give it an 8.5 just because I, I like the color blocking. I like seeing Wiz happy. Also, while we're here and I'm giving my score, let's not forget that I was championing Essence from the day the album dropped. The day. Guys, hello, I set trends. What can I say? Thank you. Um, Is everyone's favorite track of the album? It doesn't, no, 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 no. hold on, hold on. <laughs> just because you were saying that it's, it's a good track doesn't mean that this music video has made it any better of a song. What it means <laughs> is that when people were screaming ginger because of Burner Boy, we I wasn't all knew that. that Essence was the actual best song uh, of the album. I wasn't and it's been proven. Ginger. Okay, yeah. I'm just letting, I'm, I'm reminding everybody I mean, technically, else, based on everything, you. Technically, based on everything we've just said with regards to Thames, this video was always going to get more views. So it was a, it was the logical move in terms of making sure you can make money from the video. Maybe he's trying to get 200 million streams like Davido on four. I don't know. <laughs> like Davido, <laughs> shout out to Davido. Man like. What's your score, Cindy? Cindy no, hasn't seen it. I haven't watched the video. You have to come back in the comments and let us know what your score is. I will. Am I lagging? Because if I am, you're going to witness me topping up during the episode. You're lagging. <laughs> you're lagging. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah guys let us know your thoughts on the essence video and what you would score it as um, it's available in the comments Cindy will be there with you um, should we talk about Yemi Halliday yeah please yeah, I mean, and thank you I'm ready go on now um, Mama Africa was coming with all the violence this week on the Twitter I'm sure you're asking, what did she say? It's okay. I'm going to tell you right now, right now. She tweeted, I'm never borrowing anybody money again. What happened to integrity and empathy? I borrow you money. Now lies you want, you was paid back. Seven figures. I have left the chat. First of all, who is borrowing seven wow. figures? Who is lending and That's borrowing it. seven That's figures? That was what Get alone. Or Can a we put it card? in context of Naira? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, that changes the game. Yeah, no, yeah. but it might have been dollars, but even then, so <laughs> in the context of Nigeria, I know that um, unless you work for like a very reputable organization, it's quite hard to get a credit card or a loan. But regardless, are you okay? That's still millions. That and a million, no, well, three mil. <laughs> and I know this because recently I had to do my granddad's accounts and we saw that his staff were bleeding him dry. But um, like, two, no, one mil was like three grand. So that's still mm -hmm. a lot of money, even in pounds. Who, who's who's yeah, lending anybody yeah, yeah. three? So ladies, my question to you is, are yeah, we yeah, still yeah, lending people money in 2021? 
Um, I can go. Cindy, can I just you might say, need to. Oh, no, you go, Cindy. Okay, maybe just before the internet cuts out. <laughs> I would just say that the reason why I don't mind lending money, yeah. But my reason is when you come to me first, I always have this automatic trailer for, depending on what context it's in, that who have you gone to beforehand? So, for example, if it's us now in our group of things, that makes sense because we're going to probably be paying for something within the Frobeat space and it makes sense to borrow within our essentially our Frobeats community. But if you're coming to me for a big request, I'm thinking, hey, one, you're not going to be the first person I go to if I need money. Second of all, why are you coming here? Like, where are your friends? Like, where are your family? Where are your, like, closest people? I just find, I do find it often quite odd. And then one thing I would say is that when, when I usually, like, don't mind, if I know you're good to, for giving it back, but one thing I don't like is if you tell me a date you're going to give it back to me, and you don't adhere to that, please do not make me chase for something that belongs to me. Because then they start now throwing it in your face. Oh, you're so stingy. You're so this. Why are you chasing me? It's only X, Y, and Z. But it was only X, Y, and Z you never had. So you were lacking. Literally, literally. That is that is a word. Because I feel like I don't understand how people can get defensive about money that isn't theirs. Like, that's, that's the reality of it. Like, you told, and also, all of this is all rooted in what you told me I would get, right? And also, and also, like, let's really deep it. I have no reason, like, I can, I can assume you're a good person. Everything that Cindy said, I can assume you're going to pay me back. That's the reason I offered you the money in the first place, right? Because in situations for me, if I give you money, there is trust there. Like, I do not, I've learned from my mistakes. I do not give money to people that, like Cindy said, I don't understand why you're asking it from, from me. Because I, that, that, those situations have gone bad for me in the past. But for you to then throw in my face the fact that I'm asking you questions or I'm holding you to your own word is a reflection on your character because you're the one who is already, you're the one who's already not paid me back. You're the person who's already managed to, um, you're the person who's now coming to give me excuses about X, Y, Z. I just, I don't understand it. Like you should have come to me and tell me that you're not gonna give me the money today or you'll give it to me next week. I shouldn't be chasing you. I just think it's a bit mad. Bruh, chasing for money is like the thing that is just bottom barrel. Are you not ashamed? You already had to borrow the money and now you're late with it and I have to ask you where it, no. Okay, so for all of the um, Bitcoin dons and the cryptocurrency coons that wanna shout and say, oh, don't lend money that you can't afford or don't, yeah, don't lend money out if you can't afford to. That's not the point of this conversation. Mm -hmm. The point of this conversation is, where's the integrity? Like she said, where's the empathy? Like me doing out, out of the goodwill of my heart has to count for something. And your yeah. word has to count for something. And mm -hmm. I think when it comes to conversations like this, I, I paint people with the same brush. I think for me as well, unfortunately, this conversation is applicable to friends and family. It doesn't matter how close you are, like money can ruin marriages, can ruin parent and child relationships, can ruin sibling relationships. Like I don't play with my money. And I think I've had examples, <laughs> two come to mind, where I lent a friend in the States like a grand. They were desperate for it. Before the due date, the money had been paid back with a little, a little extra just to say thanks for helping me out. That's the type of situations I like. Meanwhile, there's somebody that has been owing me funds. And I had to get legal with them like last month because I was like, yo, like it's been two years mm -hmm. since I started lending you money. It's been a year since the last deposit, if you could call it that. We made an yeah. agreement last January that I'd be getting like 300 pounds a month for like a year. 
I'm not seeing a dime. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like for me to, if you're doing the calculations, you can understand 300 pound a month for a year means I lent them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If that's what they're paying back or 250 to 300. And I was just like, why is it that I have to chase you? Where's your conscience in all of this? Yeah, yeah, literally. Because I also feel like- um, And then his, his response to me was, oh, I didn't put a gun to your head. Because obviously I said, oh, I don't, I, we need to come to an amicable solution. Otherwise I will have to take you to court or go through mediation and I don't want to have to get there. And mm. he was like, oh, but I didn't put a gun to your head. Are you okay? When you were begging for the money, did I put a gun? Anyway, sorry, yeah. say what you're saying. And you know what it is as well, is that I also feel like the, these kinds of people, like the people that come back with those defensive responses, like, I feel like it's only, when money is involved, that's when you really start to see people. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, there, there's not many situations where you can start uncovering or unraveling the, like the, the versions of this person's character that maybe you don't get to see. But when money is involved, you start to see that, right? So when someone can now start saying, I didn't hold a gun to your head, why are you chasing me and getting defensive? It's like you said, where is your integrity? And it allows you to question so many more things because like Cindy said, why was I the person you asked? How many more people have you let down in the past? Like the amount of questions you start to ask when this happens allows you to think that maybe this person really is that, that, that person that lends from everyone to pay everyone else back because they're not doing anything to, to like eradicate that image. And that's what I think, that's why I feel like when people ask those questions, it's the most insulting. Cause it's a bit like, I didn't have a reason to think of you as this person. I just thought you needed money and you were gonna pay me back. You are now showing me that you're not capable of holding to your own word. And now when I come and ask you about it, you're getting defensive about it. It then just starts to show you a whole new persona to someone that you're like, rah, is this really who you are? Like, I think on top of that, it people subsequent people that then are in actual need of the money then get tarnished with the same brush because mm. I, as it stands right now in 2021, I don't like I might give you 50 pounds max. I don't think I'm giving out big funds ever again, ever again. Because yeah. you don't know what plans I had made for that money. You don't know how hard I worked for that money. You don't know what those savings were for. Mm. Like there's no, there's no forethought of what has it cost you to give that money to me. And I agree, you should never give money that you can't afford. But, and however, if I've slaved my ass off to accumulate that funds, there is still an investment there. You would have known that I'm not just sitting on cash. There would have been Mm -hmm. a purpose for it. And I think, um, (laughs) you know, the the prosperity dons will always say things like, aside from, oh, don't give money that you don't have. um, There's that other saying of, oh, um, when I lend money, I never expect to get it back. What's that? What is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. has burned you? Nah, dead yeah, that. I'm yeah. so sorry. And I think with the specific situation that I was talking about earlier, um, it was a guy that I was talking to and he asked me like six weeks into our, can we call it a relationship? Our situationship. So I was like, raw for you to be this comfortable this quick and you're asking me a bit like what Cindy said, when you would have had a plethora of other people that could potentially have helped you out. The fact that you felt like you could ask me six weeks in, I was like, either we're that close or you're that desperate. And mm. so me, doing move, I was now like, oh, let me let me give you that savior complex. Let me let me help. Ah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm hard and I'm bitter. <laughs> uh, but the question is though, with with the seven figures, does does it matter the amount that you're willing to lend, or are we saying that we're just not lending really at all? I mean, I mean, for me, like, so 
I'll give like one example. I think for me, so I don't think it matters the amount because the integrity is the thing that frustrates me the most, right? So like, I'm in a current situation now where I've, I've lent someone small amounts of money. I, it doesn't look like I'm getting that back. That situation has frustrated me the same amount as when I've lent large amounts of money. And it always comes back down to what are you putting ahead of paying me back? So like in large situations and or small, it's insulting because small amounts, it's even more insulting that you are doing, you're changing your car, you're doing this when you owe me money. But when it's large amounts, so the example that I'm giving, we're talking uni now, and obviously we know some people will wait ages for their bursary and so on and so forth. So you'll be giving people, um, so I was in a situation where I'll be borrowing like friends money until they get their bursary, thinking that literally bursary day, that's when you're gonna give me my money back, right? I'll be in situations where bursary day comes um, and, and then my money's not here. We're talking like, what, 1,200, pounds when you're at, you're, you're at uni and you're seeing friends buying like 30 inch TVs, 40 inch TVs. And you're like, what? Do you know what I mean? So I feel like whether it's a small amount of money or a large amount of money, the idea that you're putting your needs ahead of mine when you borrowed money from me is the insult. But I don't care how This is why it's... when um, DWP said that there's stuff with people at the border, mm. I was like, yes, yes, you should. Because <laughs> if we deep it, it's money that's owed. You should be mm. looking after your kids. It's your kids too. Yeah. So yeah, look, I it, who was it? I think um oh what's his name? I think poet poet who was on the half cast podcast. He's like um he used to be an MC. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember last year there was a viral video where he was shouting out somebody that he had lent money. Next thing he knew, the person was in Mykonos. <laughs> Wait, the person was what? <laughs> in Mykonos, in oh, Greece. No. That's what I'm saying. And he was like. So I lent you money for your holiday or what happens? Literally, literally. Like, I will find you, Mykonos. I will find you and I'm collecting you know my money. You know what I think it is, I think it is as well? It's as well as the fact that it's cheeky and Cindy, like definitely come in. I, I, think it's, I think it's ridiculous that someone could be asking you for money at a time when they're about to go on holiday. Like, what are your priorities? Do you know what I mean? Like, realistic, what are your priorities? Um, and that's the problem, that it, it then allows you to think that, fair enough, it's not my job to ask what you need the money for. Sometimes you might, um, but when you do, and someone gives you some elaborate story of everything else, and they're on holiday, it's like, didn't you think you should have cancelled that before you came and asked me about my, like, it's just ridiculous. Cindy, go Another on. thing is, is when, um, sort of like, the only reason why, I found that when anyone asks me for money, it's not that I have it, but I'm going into the savings that they don't want to go into. That's why they're asking me. And I'm thinking, that's not fair because I'm now dipping into an interest that you don't want to dip into because you're trying to preserve your rates or your whatever. But me, here I am, frivolous spender, just ready to give away. Like Anyway, people know not to ask me for money. A lot of people said, I'm stingy. That's fine. You still need money, so where do we go from here? <laughs> Don't kill me. Does it matter who the person is? So earlier the question was, does it matter the amount? Cindy, I'll start with you. Does it matter who the person is? So we're talking mother versus mm. best friend versus colleague. Like, does your approach to lending money change depending on who it is? The probably obviously I don't have siblings, but I think with family, the, the thing is you know their spending habits. So when they ask you for money, you know where they've squandered in the wrong places. So when they're asking you, it's a bit like okay but then you're more likely to lend to family that's my opinion when it's friends once again like I feel like 
if it's friends of mine that I can understand, I feel like, yeah, that's I'm less likely to question. But if it's somebody that I'm not necessarily close to, I'm a little bit like, hmm, but you, why me? Why did you ask me? And then I also feel uncomfortable about asking for it back. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't, because I, I don't. Do you lend boyfriends money? See, here we go. I did that in uni <laughs> once with a specific guy. And it was embarrassing because when he had money, you notice that, that he's not treating you. Even if it's the little things. One thing about me that I've been, and I've always said, and I'm changing my ways because I think I'm worth a lot more, is that I've always, in fact, there was a post that says, stop making excuses and allowing yourself to be disrespected. Because what's happening is you're always saying, oh, but you know, they're not working. And then they get a little bit of cash and all of a sudden they're squandering it with their boys. No, 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 no. I'm not asking you to spend big money on me, but be thoughtful in what you're doing. Like maybe even if it's little things, if I'm giving you money and I see that you need it for a reason, for whatever reason it is, I don't want to have to be looking at every single one of your spendings because I'm that kind of person. If I've given you money and I see you're doing something, I'm thinking, oh, but you didn't have, okay. Then they'll now be telling you, oh no, this is a free upgrade. Oh no, this is just this and that. And it's like, I don't want to be, I'm not the police. I don't, not the police. I don't want to question your ins and outs. I don't want to have to question what you're doing with your money. Yeah, mm. so stop being so understanding. It's making you look over the disrespect. You're always giving an excuse. Boyfriends, hmm. that's the thing. I think I've gotten to a stage where in life I've, I've worked hard enough. I'd like to actually be with somebody that doesn't need to borrow any money. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that part. So, Ola, same question to you. Does it matter depending on who it is? Um, so I think what Cindy said with regards to like family and stuff, you're more likely to, um, to lend to family even though you know their spending habits are bad. I think in those situations, I'm more likely to put more like... Um, checks and balances in place to make sure I get my money like if I don't trust you I'm gonna do the most to make sure that I get that money back and I don't really care about what you may think of me because you're because we're family so I, I can do the exactly. most you know what I mean? um when it's friends and stuff I feel like those friends that I've crossed into family like those ones I'm not counting because obviously they you treat them the same when it's friends that you're lending money yeah I feel the same like when, because it's what we said, like when people start to really show you their character and you're the person chasing them and they're getting defensive and so on, you don't, you tend to not want to ask again because you don't want to see something that you, you're really worried that they might be. Does that make sense? Um, boyfriends is an absolute no. Like, <laughs> I think, I think for me, um, and this is what I always say that you can't judge people based on the doors that have opened for you. Um, and like, I don't want to, it to seem like I'm the sort of person that's like, I need someone that has got more money than me. So I'm lending from them. It's not that at all. <laughs> it's just that I don't want to ever be in a situation where money can become a problem in a relationship. And the easiest way for that to happen is that it's only in the situation where we are in, like, we're committed. Like, we're in a very committed relationship. We're talking marriage. We're talking, like, basically on our way to getting engaged. Like, any guy that I'm just seeing, I don't feel like that is the time for us to start having that. I don't feel like that's the appropriate time. I just think I would rather that it was that you don't have the money to spend on us going out. So you save the money by let's, let's, let's have a car date. Let's do something else. Like don't spend money, but I don't want it to be a case that you're asking me for it. I think for me as well, takers don't have limits. And unfortunately I've learned from my own <clears throat> what has been deemed a savior complex. I don't know if I agree, but I also don't necessarily apply as much wisdom when it comes to giving. So if takers don't have limits, me, I have to protect myself. And I think I think the reason why um, I, I guess I think like this is, I can't ask anybody for money. 
<laughs> I don't think I ever like not because uh like I'm not because of anything, just because I don't even think it's because I've got shame. I just I can't. I will have five pounds budget for for lunch money. Okay, so I was saying the story to um someone we were doing struggle olympics where we were trying to say oh being poor in nigeria is not the same as being poor in the uk and i was like it's all relative so i was recapping about the fact that even though i had a bursary to go to private school for um secondary school it didn't change the fact that the income level for the house was still low so my mom used to give me 10 pounds a week for lunch money calculate that that's two pounds a day so what mm. i would do is i'd spend 80p a day um on donuts and then i would save the additional like 20 20 piece so that on friday i could have fish and chips with everyone so that's i was saying that, ah, that's good bruh, look i was learning that financial literacy from early but yeah. my point was to the person i was speaking to that struggling is struggling regardless of whether you think Nigeria struggle is different to uk struggle mm. and then i was like from then i learned that i can't even at my lowest couldn't put up ask people for money now i say all of that to say because takers don't have limits and givers tend to also not have limits you need to protect yourself because everyone's mad that was it i feel we're we're quite privileged to say we won't be able to ask people for money and i feel like i've been i've been in circumstances where situations have occurred where i get there's a like it's mad it's mad but the thing is i think in those situations that i've been in i guess the money i'm looking for isn't even going to come from an individual, it's coming from an institution. And I feel like, I think, and I, I can only say it from a, a place of, you'd have to be very humble, like fortunate and blessed just to say, like, I mean, okay, let's talk about when I lost my role. We spoke about that quite publicly during COVID times. And that was mad. There was no income coming in whatsoever um, for a long period of time. When you even apply for these UC credits, you have to wait like a certain amount of time. And I feel like even then I, I made allowances for, that not that I made allowances to lose my job, but I I saved and I saved and it could have gone to a situation where I'd been out of work for a year, two years. You know what I mean? It could have very easily gotten to that, and then borrowing credit would have been harder. And this is one thing that I always say to people is that yes, you can have all the money in your world, but just remember, credit really helps. Um, obviously when you haven't got a job, it doesn't help anyway because they base it on your finances. But if it's a thing whereby you know you're going to come into a situation whereby you're not going to have any money, listen, quickly borrow, figure out the spendings after. If you've got something that you can account, for, if you know you're going to be made redundant in a week or two days time. Get that loan, use your last few pay slips, and then when you're out of work, then you can manage about how to pay. But there's just certain things that you just have to, it's easier said than done. And I just, I don't want to speak from a place of, yeah, this, you can do this and whatnot, but I know situations are very, very different. But like for me, I just feel like I had to put things in place. There's certain sacrifices that I've made that I just hope and pray I'll never be in a position where I need to actually ask for money or something. Because at the same time, if I'm asking for it, my question is when people ask, where are you going to get it back to pay me back? Like, I don't even want to, I don't mind giving it to you, but let's be honest about where you're going to find the money to pay me back. Yeah, and I think with that, um, just because we're about to wrap up, I feel like <clears throat> humility goes a long way. So in everything, if you're asking for it, if you need to pay it back, if there's asking a delay in the timeline, if the money doesn't come in when you thought it was, it, additional life situations can happen that can put you even into more debt just be honest and open honest. with it yeah that's just that's just it and i think it's it's the mutual respect it's the integrity and it's the communication it's the communication for me that that's just it yeah no, you're gonna say something that honest yeah 
yeah, I was going to say that is communication for me. Like, like you said, life happens and no one, if you can't judge people based on the doors that open and close for you, then that's how I'm walking into this situation. That's the reason I'm giving you the money. But if you don't have the respect, if you don't respect me enough to tell me what has happened to you, that now means that what I have lent you, you can't give it back just yet. I just think it, it shows your character and it is it, smelly. <laughs> it, like it gets, it, it gets my back up. I get, and like Cindy says, I don't want to be in a position where because you haven't communicated with me, I'm now seeing you at parties with bottles and thinking, swear down. That's what happens. Like you can't break down an image someone has built of you themselves. So don't let me mm. build the image. Just just tell me. Address it. All right. So final question then in closing. In 2021, Cindy, are you lending people money? Omar, if I have the means to do so and you need it and you've had to come to me, I will try and bless you where I can. Ola, 2021, you lending people money. If I feel like it makes sense why you are asking me and none of your other cronies, friends or colleagues, <laughs> then I will lend you money. If I don't understand how this has happened, there's no way. I like that. All right, and for me, myself, like you said, unless you're my fiance or my husband, no man will receive any money from me. But my mates might. Yemi Alade said she's never borrowing anybody money again. Uh, that was our topic, guys. Let us know in the comments. Are you giving out money or are you saving it for yourself? Does it depend on who it is? Does it depend on how much it is? Please join the conversation on Twitter, on Instagram. We are at ThrowBeats Podcast on all platforms. I'm your girl, Gracie May, underscore Gracie May on Insta. I'm at Cindy Oh, sorry. Bingo. I'm at Oluwaya. Cindy Temi. And that's it. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Don't forget. Yes. Oh, or whatever. Look, we don't even know where we are right now. Continue to stream, share, like, subscribe, download. We'll see you next week.